15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome to a new episode of the Prosperity On Air podcast. I'm your host, Paola Deviscovi, and I'm here to help you create freedom and prosperity in your life with the location-independent business that you can run from anywhere in the world. episode number three of the Prosperity on Air podcast and today a topic that is very dear to my heart and uh, for many reasons. First of all because you know the the moment I started my business uh, was really a turning point in my life so I don't think I'm going to to ever forget it. And secondly, because I meet so many people who want to start their own business, who have maybe um, amazing ideas, and they do not know where to start from. So this is the question that I am trying to reply today. How do I start an online business? And in this episode, you won't hear me speaking about business plans and market research, all the usual things that people would suggest that you do uh, before you start your own business. And not because they are not important, they do, they, they are, they are extremely important and you do need to to prepare your business plan and do your market research to understand whether your idea is feasible, whether there is market for your products and services. So you are going to do these things anyway. But today I would like to approach uh, the um, building of your own business from a different perspective. There are so many things that you need to do and that you should be doing, uh, you know, setting up your website and your email marketing and social media, online marketing and marketing funnels and webinars and uh, creating courses and products and so on and so forth. And I understand that the list is so long. The things you need to do are so many that it can be scary, but please, stay with me, don't discard your business idea and if you have, if you have already started uh, your, your online business, uh, don't quit, stay there. Um, today I want to speak 
to those of you who are just starting out. So uh, those of you who probably are not selling yet and uh, who, are, who have a blog and maybe uh, you are not posting consistently, um, you are not you know, creating a podcast or you're not using video, you are posting on social media, but you know your posting is not regular. Maybe uh, you don't have a clear idea about who your ideal client is. And maybe you also feel a little bit confused and overwhelmed. Uh, you don't know exactly where you want to go and what you want to do in your business. And as I said, maybe you have a fantastic idea, but you know you don't have enough clarity uh, about this idea yet. So mm, let's say you are you don't have a business yet. Okay, there are things that you are doing. But there's no structure. Um, you may feel a little bit worried. Um, confused, as I said, and overwhelmed. Uh, you are uncertain, you are unclear about your business idea. But don't worry, we have all been there. Um, you can do it. It's just going to, you know, take some patience, uh, perseverance, a lot of discipline. And that was something I had to deal with. I wasn't disciplined enough, but you do need discipline when you want to start your own business. So here, here we go. Let's start. Um, why have I decided to uh, cover this topic today? Uh, to begin with, because this is a question I'm, I am asked so many times by my client. And secondly, because um, I didn't start the right way. As I said at the beginning, I will never forget the moment I decided to, uh, to start this venture and adventure at the same time. And because it was a turning point. Um, I didn't start the, the right way. At the beginning, I just started a blog and I was blogging about topics I was interested in, uh, topics that, you know, were all related to this idea of prosperity, okay? Um, and I was very confused as where I wanted to go. The only thing I knew was that at that time I was reinventing myself. I was inventing a new profession, a business. I was starting from scratch and it was a process. It was a journey, sometimes a very difficult one. And so I decided that I wanted to help others do the same, uh, but more easily without all the trials and errors and tests I had to go through. 
and as I said at the beginning, I'm not talking about uh, writing your business plan and, do, and doing your market research in this episode, but I would love to present you a completely different uh, approach to business building. And this is the approach that I have learned from Amy Porterfield. Amy Porterfield, for those of you who don't know her, is a social media marketing expert, an entrepreneur, a, um, whose approach and whose point of view I really like. I uh, admire her style, uh, the style she uses to uh, present her courses and her podcast and all her content. She's an extremely structured and organized person and I have been learning so much from her, being a person, you know, who sometimes struggles with discipline and organization. So why do I like her approach? She suggests that you approach your business building in two phases, where phase one is focused on how you can start making money immediately. Um, and this is uh, a temporary phase that normally lasts around one year, 18 months, maximum two years. And in phase two, you then move into the business model that works best for you, for your business and also for your ideal uh, customer. And it is in phase two that you really create the business and life that you want. And in this, in phase two, that you really start working with your ideal customer, ideal for the products and services that you offer. So why two phases? Because um, <clears throat> very rarely, when you start a business today, your business is going to look the same in two years time. It always changes. And the reason why it changes is that you also grow in your business. So it will necessarily uh, change in order to, you know, reflect uh, your growth as a business owner. Uh, not only it changes because you're going to learn more about your audience, the problems, their needs, their preferences. You are going to really understand what you are really good at and what you don't like at all or what you hate doing. And uh, you are going also to understand what is, you know, um, getting money, what is, uh, what is making money in your business, what are the products and services that sell more, the best sellers. And uh, so you need this time to really understand all these things in order to move into a more mature phase of your business. So I want to give you an example to make you better understand the difference between phase one and phase two. 
So let's assume that you are a wellness coach and your, your goal, your idea for your business is, you know, creating courses on how to live a healthy lifestyle or uh, how to lose weight. In phase one, you may be coaching your clients on one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. So you have individual co coaching sessions and you coach them on, you know, how they can start a regular exercise routine and develop healthy eating habits and what they can do about that. So you are with them you uh, are really personal with them. You have a very personal approach. And uh, as Amy says, you are in the trenches with them. You guide them step by step in this process and you are there with them and for them. Then when you move into phase two, uh, you start, for example, building your uh, online courses on how to create a healthy lifestyle or you know online uh, uh, exercise programs exercise routines for your clients uh, so that they can you know exercise regularly and maybe uh, with uh, different programs you exercise twice a week or maybe every day for 10 minutes a day let's say so as you can see, the two faces uh, are totally aligned, but what you do in each phase is completely different. And I really love this recommendation of proceeding in two phases because a lot of people, when they are just starting out their business, they tend to make bad decisions. I was one of them because you are desperate for money. You want to make money immediately. And so you tend to say yes to everything and everyone. And you start resenting um, <clears throat> uh, the, the decisions that you are taking and you resent the fact that you have said yes to things that you know uh, you hate doing or they are not really helping your business grow and you say yes to people when really deep inside yourself you would love to say no and you make these bad decisions because you are desperate you want to make money and I did that so if you if you have read my story on my website or you've heard me speak at events, you know that you know I was just turning 50 and I was forced to reinvent myself after a tsunami hit my life and I was really desperate. I needed to earn money to provide for myself and for my family and pay out my debts. And I said yes to many things that I didn't like doing at all. And they were not helping me grow my business at all. Uh, before I became a, an entrepreneur, a, a business owner, I have always been a freelancer. And I didn't organize my freelancing work as a business. 
I was working on a work proposal at a time. And at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, I adopted the same model. So I had no direction, I had no vision, I had no plan, I had no structure, and that was a recipe for failure. And then thanks God, you know, I had mentors like Amy Porterfield and other people. Uh, and I learned so much from them and they helped me organize my business, structure my business and uh, things then changed. So I really encourage you to listen carefully to the, this episode of Prosperity on Air because, you know, these are really very valuable tips. I love this approach. So in, today, in today's episode, I want to focus on phase one for those who are new to business. So for those of you who are just starting out, and I will cover then phase one for uh, those of you who already have a business in the next episode, next week. So the goal in phase one, as you have heard, is to start making money right now using your skills. And I'm talking about a business model where the, the things that you are offering uh, are consulting or coaching or service. So when you do something for somebody else, um, as you will see, I will mention e-commerce, but we will not focus on this business model. So uh, Amy suggests different kind of consulting uh, models. Uh, consulting models that you can adopt in phase one and the first one is a retainer based consulting business so unlike your usual work as a freelancer which is paid on a per project basis a retainer consulting model a retainer contract is paid in advance of the work for a company, having a worker on a retainer contract is a good thing because they know that they have you dedicated to their work for a certain amount of hours that they have paid in advance. And it is very good for you because you have the money up front and you can better budget your time and money. So the, the, the pros, the advantages of a retainer-based business is that you have consistent income and you can grow with the client. So you work with them every month uh, and you get a retainer uh, fee. And by working with, uh, with them, you actually grow with them. You learn a lot about them. Uh, and this is very positive. This is very good. Uh, the con is that at times you are at your client's disposal. So it is true that, you know, you in your contract, you establish a certain amount of hours that you devote to the work with your client, but they can call you whenever they need you. And so you usually have one or two or maximum three clients with this kind of model. And it means that if you lose one of them, 
this can put your, your business at risk. So an example uh, may be, for example, that of, you know, a social media manager. You work a certain uh, number of hours per week or per month uh, with your client and you, you know, you manage their social media accounts. Another model uh, is, you know, uh, consulting through packages. So you create packages for the services that you offer and people come to you and they say you want I want package A or package B. So one of the pros of the positive things about this model is that you are telling your clients what you are going to do for them and what's included in the package. So um, <clears throat> this is, um, I like the idea of creating packages because you are more in control compared to the retainer-based business where you know you are working on something on one day and the next day you are working on, some, on something else. Um, in this type of consulting business, you know what you are working on because you have decided what you are going to work on. So the pro with this package is that there is a very precise end to the project. So you are going to say, for example, if you are a website designer, I'm going to design your website. I'm going to start on that date and I will end on this date and this what is included and the price of this package is 2000 euros or 2000 dollars the con of this type of business is that sometimes the packages are short term so you need to sell more packages in order to have a regular consistent income flow um, then um, Another business model, another consulting business model is, you know, the, the one where you are working for preferred clients. So, so it's very similar to a retainer business model. The difference is that you are working always for the same client. So with them, you sign up for a series of projects, for example, um, you may be a um, video editor and so you sign up for you know a series of um, uh, video editing um, uh, tasks and um, the pro is that you are going to have an ongoing income uh, flow and ongoing uh, revenue and you know you are busy for a certain amount of time and the project has a deadline and the con is that sometime you are busy into working into this series of uh, tasks and so you might miss other opportunities a different business model is coaching uh, and with coaching, you can, you know, offer one-on-one -on -one 
coaching sessions, so you are working with one, one client at, at a time, or you may offer, uh, for example, group coaching sessions, or, or there might be also a combination of the two. For example, you have five clients with whom you work individually, and then every two weeks you organize a group coaching session for the five of them. And um, so <clears throat> there are pros and cons <laughs> in the two approaches. Maybe with individual sessions, you can charge more. Uh, so it is up to you to, you know, understand and uh, evaluate what works best for you. So <clears throat> in phase one, uh, when you are coaching or consulting or offering your packages, uh, clearly you have to do other things that are very important. For example, creating consistent content for you, possibly on a weekly basis. And, <clears throat> sorry, you have to grow your list. And this usually uh, develops very slowly in phase one. There are other things that you can add to the consulting, coaching and services that you are offering, such as, for example, speaking at some events or training. You can offer training services, for instance, for companies. Um, Amy suggests that in phase one, you uh, try to work, as she says, horizontally, focusing on one thing and becoming really, really good at it and perfecting the kind of offer so that you don't put too, too much uh, or too many um, projects and services because you will tend to be scattered and less focused and maybe, you know, you are not going to become really, really good at one thing, which is essential in phase one. Um, the advantages of uh, phase one is that it is a preparation to phase two. Oh, I forgot, I, I mentioned at the beginning that there is another business model, which is e-commerce. Um, if you sell a physical product, e-commerce is the ideal business model. Um, you don't need the two different phases for that because you already have a product, you know how to talk about it and how to promote it online. And uh, then you, you, know, you just need to set up your e-commerce business and sell your product and market your product. Uh, I'm not an expert in e-commerce. Yes, I, I uh, tried a, an e-commerce business when I was uh, first starting out in, uh, uh, in, this, uh, in my online uh, uh, journey. Um, uh, I was, uh, uh, you know, I was selling hand painting china and pottery, but it didn't last long. So my idea is to bring an expert to invite an expert to my podcast and interview the expert on e-commerce if you are interested. So um, going back to the advantages of phase one, phase one is a preparation to phase two. So when you 
decide after you know 18 months two years to move to the more mature phase of your business phase one you are ready so during phase one you really need to understand your ideal client and you will do everything you possibly do on social media you will use surveys you will explore your market in order to really understand very very well who your ideal client is his problems his needs his preferences everything you start list building in phase one which is will which will be extremely extremely important in phase two you need to have a good list a large list you can promote your products and services too and you will start you know creating freebies so um, for example PDFs and videos or video series uh, that you can offer your list free of charge and then you start creating your courses and your uh, your more uh, detailed services a, a different kind of offering for phase two and you will start doing this in phase one as you grow as you understand your ideal client more uh, you will start you know um, developing the content and uh, testing your audience in order to understand if your idea for your course is valuable to them so that when you know the date uh, to begin your fa the phase two of your business arrives you are ready so i hope that you know uh, this episode has helped you uh, see your business from a different point of view um, with a different approach, a different perspective and uh, that will help you first of all start making money right now and then uh, see the direction your business is going towards. So thank you for for so much for being here with me today and I want to make sure that you will take action on what you have learned today so start you know making the first steps towards creating the phase one of your business and choose a date for phase one and phase two and um, be consistent in your uh, in the creation of your content be consistent in the actions that you are uh, making and be patient with yourself success is not something that happens overnight it takes a while you have to stick with your idea stick with your plan believe in what you're doing and never quit you have to take care of yourself take care of those that you serve 
and in doing this you will be successful. So I wish you good luck and I will see you again next week. There's a monumental shift in power at work. Employees are speaking up, turnover is rising, salaries are increasing, hiring is tough, and burnout is real. It's time to unleash growth. It's time to transform your HR from powerless to powerful. Join ADP on February the 23rd. Reserve your spot now. Go to gettheplan.adp.com to register for the Work Interrupted Summit.